Hey guys, if you're digging this content and you'd like to be a part of our community of kingdom entrepreneurs, then text the word KING to 727-472-3860. We host virtual and in-person get-togethers with the focus of building community to advance the kingdom through wealth creation and financial stewardship. So if you're looking for this type of tribe and the resources to do so, then step into your true calling by texting the word KING to 727-472-3860. All right, all right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the King's Council Podcast. And we have got ourselves a treat today, none other than Mr. Michael Tucker. Michael, welcome to the show, brother. Thanks, man. Thanks, Riley. I'm so pumped to be here. Um, you know, I've been following King's Council for a while, and so having the opportunity to be here is, is really sweet, and I'm so excited to have a sweet conversation with you. Yeah, man. I'm I'm stoked. Uh, so so for those that don't know, Michael actually, uh, he's he runs virtual events, challenges, things like that. We have an epic one that we're going to announce here, so stick with us here this episode because we have an incredible uh, treat for you guys here leading as we're winding down 2022 heading into 2023 uh there's there's some business to be done here and uh and michael Amen. has has put together an incredible program that i want to share with you guys but first let's let's dive into this man T michael i know you're in kentucky bro we just met but i'm there's nothing more exciting to me than meeting another just like righteous brother that that's just on fire for jesus uh but crushing business at the same time man so i i haven't even heard this but tell me man like what what was your your like transformation or did you grow up in church did you uh all of a sudden you're like okay i think i like this jesus guy or t tell me a little right. bit about that and then we'll dive into this <laughs> yeah <laughs> let, let's do it man yeah so actually and you know it was a god thing you guys are listening to this a lot of time god puts the right people in the right like emails for this scenario at, at the right time and so um you know got connected with riley just through a, a divine email and so pumped for what we got going on but yeah so i actually grew up in a christian home um and you know what really you know helped build my faith um growing up was actually my family uh, operated a children's home and so they brought in mentally and physically handicapped kids and so growing up i had to i got to experience something that a lot of other people didn't get to experience in a good way. I, I got to hang around a lot of people who you would call overcomers, right? People that were um, from Afghanistan who, you know, had bombs blow off their hands, which sounds really gruesome, but it's it's what happened. And you know, kids from Honduras who had elephantitis right on their leg and different things. We got to grow up in an environment to where you you had to have faith to move forward, faith in something. And so growing up, I did. Um, you know, grow up in a Christian environment. So that was a blessing. Uh, attended a private Christian school there at the, the children's home that my family founded. And growing up, I just, like every probably church kid, every, you know, you go through the motion, you go through the motion. But in high school, I had a, I had a real awakening because, you know, like every, I want to say every high schooler and college age kid, but there's a lot of times when we're, we're pulled in by peer pressure. And even as adults, right, we're pulled in by peer pressure. I actually just got a text last night, Riley, about a friend. And I, and I say this because it's just who you hang around with. And you guys already know this, who you hang around with ultimately have the, the upper hand on you. And so, um, and a friend last night texted me the same thing was like, man, I'm hanging out with some people. 
Um, I just, I got to get out of here. And I encouraged them like, Hey, it's okay. It's okay to separate yourself from people who are going to pull you down. Right. And so that's kind of what happened whenever I was growing up in high school, you know, going into college was just, um, I just started not being myself, not being myself. But then one day a revival, um, that our church was having just woke me up, woke me up, realized that I was a womanizer. I was a, a porn addict. I was, and I just, I, I woke up at that revival. And ever since that day, um, God's changed my life. And I realized that what it really means to be a true follower of Christ. So, um, it's been a, it been an amazing journey since then. We're on a mission to help as many people as possible, but, um, that's a little bit about my faith story in a very short nutshell and a little bit about me. We can go in a little deeper if you want. Yeah, bro. I'm always curious, you know, the King's council here, we have a lot of entrepreneurs that, that listen to this and they've, they've come to us through various different avenues, right? Some are like, like I, I went to school for, I got a two-year degree. Uh, and then I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to do this anymore. Right. Uh, and then some are just like, they've, they've never gone to, uh, college and they've just started business. Uh, and then some are like, bro, we, I've, a new client right now who's like 66, I think, and starting his That's very awesome. first business. It's so epic, man. So I love that. Yeah, it's so it's so cool. And and that's just an encouraging word for for anybody out there listening to this. Like, it's never too late. God is not done with you yet. And and there's impact that that needs to happen. Uh, and it needs. I really believe it's it's happening in the marketplace. Uh, oh, and it's not for us just to go. Uh, you know. Uh, gain freedom and, and get money. That's a part of it, but that's only a component of the greater purpose of kingdom advancement here on this earth, man. So tell me, yeah. tell me your journey through that. Like, did you get a college degree or what, how'd this all play out for you? Yeah. So I grew up as well in an entrepreneurial family. So my dad always started businesses, always, you know, had something, his hand into some kind of business venture. And so growing up, I, I fell in love with sales. I, I, fell in love with marketing. And actually the very first business I ever owned was with, with, with was with my cousin, sorry, um, Jordan. And we actually started a vending machine business in high school. And so we <laughs> use that to fund a lot of our, you know, high school age fun. Right. And um, actually transitioned out of that. And I did go to college um, at the time I was going to go to the air force. I just felt like that was something I always was, wanted to do as well. I'm, I'm a very motivated and driven person. God's blessed me with that. And um, so I was like, you know, I'm going to go to, I'm going to go to the air force. Let's do that. But um, God had other plans for me. I ended up going to school for Christian missionary studies and business. And um, you know, like everybody, and this is where my, my entrepreneurial story really starts was I, I knew that I wanted to be in business, but I just didn't know which Avenue. And maybe you're listening right now. If, if you are listening to this, you're like, that's me. I know I want to be in business, but I don't know what it is. That was me. And so in college, I just started experimenting with any kind of business venture. I tried stock trading. I tried e-commerce, uh, e um, network marketing for about half a year to a year. I was in so everything you could think of, any ad you see on Facebook, I jumped into, but I realized was nothing was working, Riley. I was like, nothing was working for me. And I couldn't figure out why. And as a college age kid who just gotten married with $0 in the bank, couldn't figure out why any of these business ventures weren't working for me. They promised six figures in a year. They promised financial freedom, but I just wasn't getting it. But what I really found out was something intriguing. And it all started when, uh, whenever I got into real estate, my last and biggest, biggest uh, uh, venture in business. 
And so, uh, you know, to kind of catch you up to speed, I was working as a restaurant server, trying all these other business ventures on the side. And uh, one of my friends reached out to me and was like, hey, Michael, why don't you try this thing called real estate? And I, at the time, I was like, you know what? I've tried everything and anything ever, anyway, you might as well jump in, right? And so I told him, I was like, dude, but I have no money. I got like $0. Like, I think I had $100 in my bank account, right? I, we, my wife and I just gotten married. We went to Bali and literally spent like four or $5,000 of our savings, which was not smart, but it was fun. And uh, I was like, dude, I got $100 to my name. If you could teach me how to buy real estate with that, we're golden. And so he said, let's do it. So I, I went through his mentorship and, you know, he personally coached me and um, I, I got so excited, got so excited, so pumped up. Cause I was like, you're going to show me how to buy real estate. Like my family barely, like they had their own house, but they're not even doing this. My friends are doing this. And I'm going to be able to buy some land, buy some houses. Let's do it. Got in. And this is, I get so excited that I let my emotions trump the principles. And if you're here right now and you're in business, just remember, and I think you would attest to this, you never let your emotions trump principles because pr principles don't lie, right? Um, good. People lie, numbers don't lie. And so I got so excited though. And I just started going and buying houses. I bought two houses at once and I, I took, I had a hundred dollars. So I used my credit, my really good credit and bought these houses. Long story short, I found myself in a downward spiral because I didn't listen to my mentor. I got so pumped up, so excited that I took my excitement, bought probably about $200,000 worth of, of real estate, which at the time, you know, isn't a lot. But I mean, for me, I, you know, just starting was a lot. And um, I ended up buying a house too, too high. I thought I could do the work myself. I um, didn't have good contractors bid up the work and give me a scope of work. And needless to say, man, I ended up and I know this is probably a longer answer to your question, but I ended up um, literally just kind of depressed because I ended up losing probably around $30,000 and mainly in credit card debt. And you guys know credit card interest isn't cheap. right? And so I got into that, that position and I was losing all this money and I started getting really depressed. Depressed in my relationships. My wife and I, we just didn't have a good relationship at the time because I was gone probably 16 hours a day trying to figure out how to fix a house. I never fixed a house in my life. My my wealth definitely wasn't. I was already $50,000 in debt in college. And then you just add on another twenty dollars to $30,000 in real estate debt. So my finances weren't thriving. My relationship with God was dwindling. Um, I just felt like, God, where are you kind of deal. And my health definitely was suffering because of course, the work. And so um, the reason why I'm telling you this story is because I, I had a moment in my life and an epiphany in my life whenever I was in the lowest point of my life there and God led me to a conversation with my mother. My mother owned a, a clothing boutique a store. And so one day in the midst of all this madness, I walked into her clothing store, stepped behind her counter to get some mail. And uh, she asked me, she said, Michael, you look miserable, man are you sure you want to continue doing this real estate thing? Because you look like you're just having a heck of a time. It looks, you're grumpy. Your actions aren't, don't align with who you really are. And it was at that moment, I had to decide something. Was I going to give up? Like I had everything else, stock trading, e-commerce, everything you can imagine back in the day, network marketing. Was I going to give up on this real estate? and fold like I did everything else. Because guess what I realized in this moment? Everything that I was trying before, it wasn't that it didn't work. 
It was that I wasn't committing to the process and I wasn't committing to the principles. And so there's some of you here today, you're wondering why what you're doing isn't working. You just haven't taken the right amount of action over the right amount of time. You haven't committed to the journey. And so at that time, whenever my mom asked that, are you sure you want to do this? I had this epiphany. I was like, what if I actually committed to this? Because I think at the time it was like, ended up being like six months from the time I started. I said, what if I actually committed like two or three years to this? And I'll never forget that conversation. I, I looked at her. I said, you know what? I'm going to see this through. I'm going to do this until I, until I win. And it was at that time when I, whenever I made a commitment to myself is when life started to go up, when the, the growth curve started to happen. Now, it didn't happen overnight. But because I made that commitment to myself that I was going to see that through no matter what. I was going to, God was going to have to pull me out of a, a very dark place. And he did. But I decided I was going to commit. And, you know, because of that, we've been able to con conquer that area of our life. We were able to conquer that real estate business and take that to a new level. But it wouldn't have happened if I didn't commit to the process. So that's my entrepreneurial journey. From there, you know, we've grown to, uh, we flip houses, we're building some apartments, different things of that nature. But then we also have a virtual event agency on the side. We've grown that. So in a nutshell, I know that was a lot. That's kind of Good, how man. I came up through business, trial and error, but eventually committing to one thing to conquer it. Yeah, brother. I'd love. So thank you for sharing. But I, I did a few things I want to unpack there that I want to make sure that our listeners here heard. Uh, that that power of commitment that you just talked about, man. And it's not that because as you were even saying, uh, you did you know uh, the vending machine business, which is cool. I totally want to talk to you about that. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, network marketing, all these different things. Is it's not that they wouldn't have worked. It's just you didn't work the the system. You didn't yep. commit to to the, to the actual system in place. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs, bro, I'm same. I went through this. I still go through this where it's like shiny yeah, object man, syndrome, right? <laughs> and it's there's always opportunities. And and here's the thing that I learned that the question isn't typically the question isn't like is it a good idea? It or if I could do it. That's not the question. If I could do it, the question is should I do it yep. and, and where we're yeah, spending our time. But when you just determine where to spend your time, like pick, just pick. And I, I think it's so important for people to, to do, to know this and understand this concept as an entrepreneur opportunities. I, I mean, I've, I've heard this, I've, I don't even know the original source of this, but they're a lot like the, the, the bus station, right? There's, there's always another bus coming. There's, there's just, there's an endless supply of opportunities. It's just a matter of which one you're going to get on. And then right. you see that that thing through. And I, I love that for those that are, because a lot of our clients that we even come in, that are coming into the our coaching program, it's like, I don't know what to do. Half the battle is just helping them decide. Yep. <laughs> and, and, and it's like, but you have to decide. It's not choose because in, in the concept of this is, is getting to the root of that word, right? If when you decide something, you literally, you, you're, you're removing decide is means you're removing all other options it's 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 there's no other options you've decided you've committed as yep. you talked about where so many entrepreneurs i think are just choosing something and then they're left to continue to make choices not based upon what they've already decided but based upon a reaction of what they're they're you know what's showing up in their lives every single day and why we have to make so many quick decisions but in in you know, I don't want to go down a rabbit hole, but it's why we have core values. And, and every decision mm -hmm. that I make yep. is based upon the, the true core value. So talk to me more, man, on, on this commitment. So you committed and, and 
and then it didn't take it. All right. It wasn't like an overnight thing, which is the point of, of committing, right? It's like, Hey, there's still going to be crap. There's junk. There, there's so right. much junk that takes place just in, in life in general. But when you get into business, like buckle up buttercup, this thing is going to be a, <laughs> a rough ride. Yeah. It will forever be. If people think that it's like, but this is why it's so great. Why entrepreneurs are trailblazers it's because yep. like it's we're the ones that have to blaze the trail, especially kingdom entrepreneurs, uh, overcoming the mindsets and, and false beliefs that so that the enemy has just done an incredible job at warping us of of what entrepreneurship is and that it must be, you know, it's bad if we're if our intent is to go into business to make money. It's like, no, 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 that's why I'm in business. I, I right. know that I need to make an incredible amount of money in order to be the type of Christian that that Jesus has told me to be. And, and I'm unashamed with that. Like we are here to create wealth. And yeah. And that's, that's one thing, bro. If I can, if I can, please do, I grew up, I grew up in the Bible belt. And so if the Bible belt for people don't know, like like we down in like Kentucky here, like a lot of time, I'm not saying this is everywhere, but where I grew up, money was looked at as bad. Mm -hmm. And I know you guys talk about wealth on this podcast a lot, but money was looked at as a bad thing. If you had money, you're greedy. If you're, you know, chasing money, it just, which I, I agree to some of the, the extent of what they were talking about, but it just was money overall was a bad thing. And what I learned, man, and this is just something through a lot of prayer, and this is something I still kind of struggle with today. It's something that I've struggled definitely in the past with comp- comprehending, getting my brain around is this concept is, is money good for Christians? Is money good for Christ followers? And uh, what I realized was it's a, it's a heart problem a lot of times when people um, when it comes to money, right? And let me explain this. We, we've helped a lot of people make a lot of money. I'm talking, we help people go from making $100,000 a year to making a million dollars in a week. Love it. And when you, when you inject that much money into someone's life in a short amount of time, money doesn't change them. It magnifies who they are. Yeah. And so that's, that's something I've really, and so you're talking about building wealth. This is something I've been on a journey myself is asking myself, is my heart right? So if God does choose to bless my actions and choose to bless my future with wealth, am I ready to, am I responsible enough to handle that? Because I've seen time and time again, and I'm not saying this is every entrepreneur, every coach we work with, but I have seen it to where this, this wealth gets injected into their life through taking the right actions, being around the right people, but it only, it magnifies a heart that's not after God's own heart, right? Yeah. So 100%. I think that's really important to, to think about. And it's not necessarily for me. That's what I've been diving into. It's not necessarily that money's bad. It's just um, you got to look at the root of it, which is your heart. So, yeah, that's so good. And thanks for sharing that, brother, because that's that's really what what it is. It's that great magnifier. When I first made it, dude, man, I was not a good dude. And it exposed a <laughs> lot of areas right. in my life. And And thank God, I'm so grateful for this, that he never took his hand off of me and allowed me to grow through this process. And, and, but here's the key component, man. And I, I, I'm curious your thoughts on this is it, most of it was because of who I was surrounding myself with Mm -hmm. now at the deeper root of it, it was like, okay, now I had options. Now I had the ability. I wasn't limited. And what I mean by that is we, we hear that, you know, money is evil. It's, it's that love of money where we're, we've heard that before. right. Right. But also it is deep within us, like these desires that that we have. So it gave me options that I didn't normally have. That that power 
of money that we give it. And, and where I think so many Christians, we don't, we're told that we cannot serve both God and money or, or mammon based upon the, the, right. the version of Bible that you're in mammon for those. It's like, it's the spirit of money, that power of money that we give it over us. And if I know that I can't serve both of those, how do I know who I'm serving in, in, in the process and any decision that I'm making throughout the day? And I've, I've come to realize, like, I have to ask myself who or what is dictating the decision that I make. Is it because I, I'm confident that God told me to do this, that, that God's directing my, my steps, or is it based upon what I feel money is telling me to do? And, and, right. and but here's the thing that, that I think is, has gotten warped in the, in the church. It, it is, I, I think a lot of Christians are serving money in their poverty. Wow. And and in the why why I think that is because what's dictating your decision, right? Like, is it is it based upon lack? Is are the decisions that I'm making based upon what I don't have or what I know God has told me to go do and conquer? Mm. And and we we make these decisions and and no stress to Dave Ramsey or anything like that, but I think he's done a disservice to the the kingdom entrepreneurship community. Uh, he's helped a lot of people get out of debt, but at the end of the day, bro, that's a race to zero. Like I'm not, I'm not here to just get by. I'm not here to get out of debt, which for a period of time, you know, when you, when you do have consumer debt, like, okay, I get it. You, you, you do probably yeah, need to have time some for everything disciplines exactly in place. But once we're there, then it's like, now what we're here to conquer. We're here. We're here. We serve a God of abundance and, and there's so much more available to us but we're limited in our thinking based upon what we think we we can or can't do. And at the, the core of it, like a lot of it has to do with faith and, and, and knowing like, okay, I, if, if I feel so confident that God has told me to, to continue this path, I mean, the King's council here is, is prime uh, uh, example of this. Cause so many times in my earthly desires, this has cost a lot of money to like for us <laughs> to right. build this thing from, from nothing. And, and thank God, I had other businesses to that were bringing in seven and eight figures that have allowed me to fund this kingdom project. And so I, I think a lot of people need to understand that the, the point of making that wealth is to fund kingdom projects, right? And so unashamedly, we, we need to do that. And so right. I love, bro, that, that you're, you get it. And I love that, that you're, what you're creating here with, um, with you know what you're doing obviously you're doing a lot of virtual events and things but talk to us man even about like what what we're doing here man coming up here this coming week on this challenge yeah yeah so we actually have you know all all this past story everything god's brought me to has really like lit a fire under my butt on what's possible in life and growing up i'm gonna be honest with you riley i i have a a good perspective on life and God blessed me with that. And so whenever growing up, I just was like, there's a lot of people who are planet too safe. Yeah. I knew that like in high school, college, growing up, just even now, it's like too many people are sitting on the sidelines when God's calling to them to a higher life or to a stronger mission. And so I said, I'm not going to be one of those people that are sitting on the sidelines. I'm going to be one of those people who are actually going out there doing what God's called me to do and um, pull other people along with me. Right. Like, so that's, that's kind of been my, my mantra over the past 10, 15 uh, years. And so God just put on my heart, man. And, and, and actually it starts at that real estate journey there. Um, God just put on my heart to share with people. Uh, let's go, let's conquer every area of your life. And so we're running a, a five day challenge called 
the Kings and Queens Challenge. And really, we're going to teach people in five days how to conquer their health, their wealth, their relationships, and their faith, right? So almost every area of your life, we're going to be diving over the course of five days. And Riley's actually going to be there. I'm so pumped. He's going to be speaking. Um, We're going to be showing you guys exactly how you can go into 2023 with a fresh start, conquering every area of your life. Because I promise you, and we and listen, you hear you hear this all the time, but it's not until you absorb it and you actually consume this in your mind and your heart. But listen, if you're out there chasing wealth, but your health is jacked up, if you're chasing money, but your relationship with your wife is jacked up and your faith is not right, like it's it's all void, right? It's yep. just all that the money you're making is not going to fulfill you. And so we want to go out there and rise up a wave of faith-driven leaders and entrepreneurs who are ready to rise up and be the next Tony Robbins, Dean Graziosi, these people that the world looks to. Mm. And I'm not, I, I don't know if they're Christian, I don't know, but we got to set a better example. We have to set an example of excellence. So we're on a, we're on a mission to empower and move as many faith-driven leaders and entrepreneurs as possible into action in 2023. What that action is, is going to depend on you, but we want to help you optimize every area of your life. So we're kicking off 2023 with this five-day event. We have some amazing guests, amazing speakers, and ultimately, guys, we want to help you conquer your biggest goals and dreams. So if God's laid something on your heart, and you're just like, hey, this is something that, for example, this, this event that you're hearing about has been on my heart for a while. There's a book that's coming out around the same time that I've been writing, and it's birthed out of, I feel like what God's called me to do. And so I want to help show you guys how you can set goals in every area of your life, but conquer those goals at the same time. Because I know you were talking about it, Riley, and you were asking before we went on the tangent with the money, you were asking like the commitment side of things, what happened after I made that decision. And what I realized is I look back at that time and I look back at all the times we've been able to accomplish a a lot of great things, running marathons, century rides, starting a nonprofit, all those things. And there was a simple framework. And so what I did from there, I made a commitment, but I made a plan from there, right? And I made a plan. And so I actually went back to my real estate mentor and and I'm going to wrap this up here in just a second, but I spoke to my real estate mentor and I said, Hey, I messed up. I messed up. This is what happened. I didn't follow your lead. I didn't follow the principles. I said, help me make a plan. So we went back to the drawing board and we made a plan. So step one for some of you guys, you need to make a decision, which opportunity are you going to take and which opportunity is best for your future and best for uh, God's will in your life. Second, you got to make a commitment to yourself to see it through. And then three, you need to make a plan. And so we went to the drawing board and made a plan of how I was going to get out of all this debt, how I was going to get back to profitability in my new real estate business. And uh, you know what I did from there is something a lot of people skip over is I shared the plan. I shared the plan with other people because what happens is a lot of people, they jump in, they make a decision. They may, they may or may not make a plan. They just get to work. But I add in the extra step of sharing and, and creating accountability in my life, which is what sharing that plan does. So I went to social and I was like, guys, I'm on a real estate journey. This is my goals. This is what I'm going to achieve. And I've noticed I've done, I've utilized social media for accountability and texting friends and calling friends. And it's helped me tremendously increase the percentage of amount of goals I actually hit. And so um, we actually went and shared the plan with as many people as possible. We actually started a YouTube vlog about it. We started a podcast just to, I guess you would say, document my journey. And then from there, after sharing the plan, we went to work. You have to work the plan. And so 
it's, it was a journey, but it was a, it was a combination of all of that, just making the plan, sharing the plan and actually getting to work consistently. Oh, and like I said, you take the right amount of actions over the right amount of time, you're bound to see something happen in your life and your business. And so that's actually what, that's part of the, the process we're going to be teaching in the Kings and Queens challenge, Riley, is this process of how to set effective goals in every area of your life and set them the biblical way. And so if you're wanting to dive into that, come join us. It's going to be a fun event. Yeah. Oh man. I'm, I'm stoked for this event, dude. You mentioned a couple things there. So you, you said Tony Robbins, Gene Graziosi, these guys are, are, you know, from a worldly standpoint, motivational standpoint, they're, they're like ninjas, right? They're, they're people yep. look to them. And, and, and here's the, the reason why I, I believe is they are operating by principles. And, and you, you said this, this word a couple of times, and there are this, this book called the Bible has so many principles in yep. it. Like God's given us the operating manual. We're just not operating using it. Right. It's, it's so crazy to me. And because a lot of us are, are striving and we're looking for success, right? When I gave my life to, I, I say, I gave my life to entrepreneurship at 15. And then I gave my life to Christ at 16. Like the first thing that I looked for in the Bible was like, where's the word success? Is there, can I be <laughs> like, is, is it possible to be a Christian and be successful? Or do I got to be like these other broken, broke down, woe is me minded people? Like that was the example. And bless their hearts, right? But that wasn't, if we're called to be image bearers of Jesus Christ, like that is, we're, we're ambassadors of him. By golly, it's not that we look like him, but it's the characteristic, the traits yep. that, that we have in our life that are, are going to be what, what portrays Jesus, right? And, and if, if when he returned and he said, the kingdom of heaven is here, God's rule and reign is here today and now, not when we die, Right. A lot of people think eternity is is the day that we die. No, no, no. Eternity is the day that you give your life to Christ as Savior and then ultimately as Lord. And, and when you do that, man, there is something so special. There is something so special that happens in your heart and, and then ultimately your mindset that is continually transformed on, on a regular basis to operate with kingdom on the forefront. Right. And in my life, when as I've as I've rounded this corner from being a uh, you know, a, a, a train wreck for a almost decade, bro, like a train wreck as far as I was crushing financially, but my, I went through a divorce. I, I uh, went through just a lot of heartache. I went through business breakups. I went through just a, a, while I've never made so much money in my life, I never felt so low in my life. It, and and mm. it was just such a period of unfulfillment that I kept chasing the next thing, the next opportunity, the next thing. And it wasn't until I, I fully, completely submitted. And, and a lot of people think, think uh, hear the word surrender a lot. And, and when I think of like surrendering my life to, to Christ, like I, I realized like my mentality of that, because everything that we do is based upon our perception, right? It's like my perception's my reality. Yours is yours, Michael. And, and, but at the end of the day, we have to, op we're operating from that, but continually being right. trans. It's formed by, by reading the Bible, the living, breathing word of God. And, and when I realized that my view of surrender was like, I waved the white flag, like I lost. And, and it was like, it, that that's was like my, my mentality stepping into this thing called the, a, the Christian lifestyle. It's like, I lost, like now, you know, I've, I've been defeated. It's like, no, 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 no. 
I've, I've, I've won. And the Bible is full of these principles that are opposite of the world, right? If I want, if I want to be first, I must be last, which crazy to me, right? From a worldly right. standpoint, <laughs> if, if I want to live, I got to die. And if, if I want to, so my mindset has to fully understand, was to fully grasp this concept of surrender versus submission. And when you're submitted to your creator, when you're submitted to your leader, even think of an army, like if, if the soldiers in an army are just like, they're there because they have to be, or are they so freaking bought in the world's greatest football teams, basketball teams, are they there because they're getting a paycheck? Some of them probably are right. Or are they there because they are, they are led by a leader that is that they've, they've instilled, they've inspired yep. them. So back to Powerful. Tony and, and Dean, they're great at motivating, but motivating is a fleeting factor. It's an, ex, it's an external, like I, I'm motivated for what I'm going to gain here on this earth. But as a kingdom entrepreneur, as a king and a queen, when you submit and get into alignment by seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, Matthew 6, 33, it's incredible what can be unleashed in your life. And, and when you do that, you, you become inspired. It's, it's from the root word in spirit, where I'm no longer motivated by these external earthly things, but I'm motivated by, by what God's doing through me and, and with me today and now, because everything that I do has an eternal purpose today. God's rule and reign is today. It's not when I die. It is today. Michael, man. I, there I, we go, man. I that's, love like, listen, that's. <laughs> Dude, I'm so pumped to have you come speak. I've listened to your podcast. I've listened to some trainings. But actually getting to do this with you, I, I just want to say, if you're not there with us in a couple of weeks or, you know, by the time you're listening, it may be a couple of days, if a week. Yeah, I don't know. You're going to miss out on a lot. But, dude, thank you for putting that in perspective because that, that does, it's always a good reminder, first off. But then second, it's always good to, um, like you said, we all have different perspectives. We're in different avenues of business. We're in different states. We're in different lives. And so you being able to pour that wisdom and that knowledge out to us, I think is more valuable than I could ever imagine. So thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah, thank you, brother. And I'm just, I'm so honored to be to be speaking on this platform with with you and, and I know some other just amazing people. And that's what this is about. But he, here's the huge component. When I, when I was, you know, in that time of unfulfillment in my life, I was, I was surrounding myself with not good people. And, and I thought back to my, to my life when I was 18 and I went to this community college and I, I was a part of this group called inner varsity Christian fellowship, shout out to my homies. If any of them are, are ever listening to this, but the crazy thing is, is I don't, I don't really have any relationships with those, those guys anymore, but I do know if I picked up the phone and told them I had to bury a body I know, I mean, hopefully that would never happen, but I know that they would simply say, bro, you driving or am I? And there's right. something so incredible about the bond and the relationships that you can build, especially when you're locking arms for kingdom purpose, for kingdom advancement. And so the point of, of even me just going on that, that little tangent there, that rant was, dude, that didn't happen overnight for me. And that didn't happen alone. The only way that that happened was was getting myself around like mindsetted people. And I say mindsetted purposely because in order for us to be just, you know, if we're around only like-minded people, that doesn't that does that's not iron sharpening iron, right? That's like two blades going <laughs> just agreeing with each other. Mindsetted though is that hey, we are either progressing or we are regressing. Right. And the community that you're building, the kings and queens that, that are coming together here, it's like full on commitment that I'm going to grow until the day that I die. 
and, and, yeah, the, and I want to run about. this race so freaking hard, just like Paul, like no, I, when the day comes where Christ comes back and says, dude, uh, all right, you're entering the gates with me here. I, I want to know that he's looking down and saying, well done, good and faithful. Servant. You ran this race so freaking hard and I'm honored to be running this with you. So for those that, that ki the Kings and Queens get, get clear on this men and women get on this challenge. And, and this is going to be a life-changing challenge for those that actually not just choose to hop on this thing, not just like hop on or like, I'm going to, I'm going to consume. Cause a lot of us, this is how we're playing church. This is how we're playing Christianity is we're consuming this stuff. We're not actually committing to this lifestyle to actually be a producer. And God is called I love that you said that. one of us. I love that you said that lifestyle. And that's yes. what we're hoping to do because like you said, motivation is fleeting, but when you, this isn't, this isn't a teaching. This isn't a five-day motivational yes. seminar. This is a five-day lifestyle transformation. And that's actually, it's so funny. That's, that's a God thing you said that because we were talking about that yesterday on a live we were doing. It was just a complete lifestyle shift. Yes. And so if you want that in your life and you feel like it's time for me to step into a new, a new lifestyle, I've been surrounding myself with the wrong people. I haven't lived, I haven't been living, been living life to the fullest right now. I know God, I have so much potential. Hey, listen, is it cool if I'd share a quick story real quick? Please, brother, please. I know, I know we don't have much more time on this, but, um, you know, back I, growing up at this, the children's home I mentioned, and I, I tell this story a lot because it hit me so hard recently. Um, growing up at the children's home, there was a guy, there was a guy by the name of Frankie. I don't know. Have you guys ever just met someone in your life who was like overall, like just a really good individual and you just felt like they were perfect. Anybody ever met somebody like that? You're just like, this person has it all together. That's how I felt with Frankie. This dude could walk into a gym and he would get an eight pack just by walking through the front door <laughs> of the gym. He, he could walk into the room, make anybody smile. He was funny, good looking. He was in school. He was the top of his class. This guy was amazing. And Frankie, he grew up at this, the children's home that my family operated. And the only thing though, he let his, he let his disabilities of having a prosthetic leg stop him from his full potential. Mm. And I could kind of see that. And so growing up, you know, high school, we graduated college. This dude, I'm telling you, smartest kid I knew had so much potential, but I would ask him about his future. And I ask him and say, Hey, so what, what do you feel like God's put on your life? What do you got doing? I don't know yet. And he would make up all these excuses make up all these excuses. And I remember uh, about 2020, I was talking to him and I, I was like, Frankie, man, I got, we got some opportunities. God's putting our, in our lap for some real estate. You know, you want to join us. This would be awesome. I don't know. And he's just very uncertain and very passive because he was letting his current situation in his past stop him from stepping into his greatness, yeah. stepping into his God-given uh, potential. Well, unfortunately, and I, I tell this story and he was one of my best friends. Frankie passed away in 2021 it was 2020 yeah 2020 2021 right in that area right around covid just out of the blue um with a medical get medical condition he had just i guess he had a heart um it was like a heart attack i believe it was at the time or, or something like that or blood clot um and he just passed away randomly and it really hit me hard because if you, you're sitting here thinking that oh i have i have next year or oh i have next month frankie was 27 years old and I look at his life and I look back and I'm like, I don't know, Frankie, like he may have had other things dealing with that I didn't know about, but I felt like Frankie, man, you had so much potential. He had so much potential and he changed a lot of lives. Frankie, he did. But I just felt like this dude 
I looked at his life. I'm like, he left some in the tank. He left some God-given potential in the tank. Guys, life is a vapor. If you're sitting here, I want to end this out with this. Life is a vapor. And if you think you have tomorrow, next year, 10 years from now to to live out that God-given potential and to step into the, the greatness that God's calling you to, that's a lie because we're not promised tomorrow. So that's what we're, if you want to change it and step into a new lifestyle and you want to live like every day is your last, come join us because that's what we're on a mission to do. We're on a mission to impact as many people as possible, as fast as possible, because we, we don't know when our time's up. So come join us. That's what we're all about. That's, that's what I'm committing my life to is helping people realize that and step into that. And Riley's stepping in with us to help, help us achieve this. So if that's you, come join us. That's why I'm passionate about this, man. That's why yeah, I'm passionate about this. Absolutely, man. Thanks for sharing that, dude. So kingsandqueenschallenge.com. We're going to throw the link in the show notes here for you guys. Uh, do yourself a favor. Like uh, Michael said, this this life is a vapor. And uh, if you want to be that, if you want to leave a legacy, you got to live your legacy today. So lock arms with with a group of like mindsetted, like righteous kings and queens ready to take 2023 by storm and uh, and join us on this challenge. I'm excited to be on it. And I know Michael's got a lot of special uh, announcements and treats and everything like that for you guys on the Kings and Queens Challenge. So kingsandqueenschallenge.com. Michael, it's been a pleasure, brother. Yeah, thanks for having me on, man. Thank you so much. And um, everybody that's listening to this, take it, implement it, find a way to, to really move it into your life immediately. And um, yeah, we hope to see you in the challenge. It's free. Go to kingsandqueenschallenge.com. Thanks, Riley, for having me. Yeah, see you, bro. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the King's Council Podcast. If you loved what you heard, give us a follow and a five-star review on Spotify and Apple Podcast. You can also watch this episode and much more on our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash King's Council Coaching.